What's up, nerds? Welcome to Super Bomb, the podcast about the most comically bad comic book films ever made. My name is Harris Gale, and if I sound a little hoarse right now, it's because I'm on the first day off of school I've had in a while, and I'm coming off of the live show, which happened last night, and it was awesome. It was so, so awesome. This is like... It was it was it was honestly a dream come true just to have that whole room be the way it was and have my wonderful guests and everyone show up. It, it was great. Um, I just wanted to big, uh, give out a big thanks to Ashley Burdett, Paul Roblowskis, and Kevin McDonald for being such fantastic guests. Uh, thank you to all the sponsors and contributors uh, who made the show that much better than it already was, and to all the audience uh, members and all the all the fans of the show who came out. It was a lot of fun. Um, If you weren't able to come to the show, don't worry. uh, I will release it uh, in audio form. (laughs) There there are some more visual jokes that uh, you really should have been there for, but it's okay. You should be able to get the gist of it. Anyway, let's get into uh, this week's episode with the Weekly Punch-Up. So, uh, to no one's surprise, Jessica Jones and The Punisher on Netflix got cancelled over the weekend. Um, I think we all kind of expected that to happen just because Marvel has been slowly kind of, or rather Netflix has been kind of just chipping away at our expectations of of how they are going to handle the Marvel properties. And again, like I think that Marvel having its own streaming service coming is probably, has something to do with that. Doesn't make it any less shitty, but uh, I mean, we got one more season of Jessica Jones to look forward to, and yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there is some chatter that Hulu may yet revive uh, some of the series. They they said it's kind of just based on what Marvel wants to do, but that could be good. I mean, you know, Punisher's awesome, Daredevil's awesome, Luke Cage. I, I enjoyed the first season. Uh, second season I heard was not so great. I didn't watch it that much. Iron Fist, I'm not going to miss that much. Um, and Jessica Jones is great. So we'll, we'll see what happens with them. But I, you know, um, I, I would like to see more. I think that they did a really good job of just keeping it really cool and interesting and, and grounded, but also uh, just just really very, very nicely integrated with the MCU without overtly being like, oh, you know, Iron Man's flying around or whatever. Yeah. Captain Marvel, which opens on March 8th, 2019, is tracking to open to a significant number, over $100 million, which is pretty big. I think that's, that's they've set their expectations pretty high, but um, I think that is totally achievable. To put that in perspective, DC's Wonder Woman, the first uh, female-led DC hero, opened to $103 million. So I feel like Captain Marvel can top that. I, I think so. But I am definitely going to go see it. I think you should all go see it too because I think it'll be great. I know this is a show about bad superhero movies, but in this case, I, I just just go see it. I think, I think it'll be good. Anyway, that's all I got this week. Uh, the movie we're talking about this week is Meteor Man, the Robert Townsend superhero movie from 1993. This movie, I, I you'll hear it in the episode. I really liked it. I liked it a lot. It's hard to describe why I liked it. Um, I don't even know if I do a much better job explaining why I liked it in the episode, but it's really just a great movie. I strongly recommend checking it out. All Bill Cosby-ness aside, because yes, that's a thing in this movie. We'll get there. Um, My guests, Kathy Herbert, Alec Vanderstein were so funny. They just brought their A-game and it was a lot of fun. Uh, So I hope you guys like this episode. 
so my first guest, you may know. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. Um, so now we're going. Yeah, now we're going. So I'm. Jo- <laughs> Sorry, I'm joined in the studio today by two of Winnipeg's funniest people. My first guest, you may know from her hour of untested material at Wee Johnny's and from regular sets around the city of Winnipeg for all the local listeners. Uh, please welcome Kathy Herbert. Hi, Kathy. Hello. How's it going? Great. Good. Glad Thanks to be here. For, thank you for coming on the show. My second guest was a semi-finalist for the Winnipeg's Funniest Person with a Day Job in 2018 against friends of the show, I think Angie St. Mars. Yeah. Uh, who else was at that one? Stanton was in Stanton, it. Danielle. Danielle. Roland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roland I haven't had on the show. There's but. a bunch of people. I uh, Julian. Probably Julian, last. I think. Julian was yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he recently came in second in the Comedian of the North last weekend. Um, please welcome Alec Vanderstein. Hey! Hey! What's going on? <laughs> So, uh, before the movie we're talking about today is oh boy. 1993 Meteor Man starring Robert Townsend, right? Yep. Starring, That's, produced by, directed, directed by, by. He directed it? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really wears a lot of hats on this one. Um, before we get into the movie, what is your guys' uh, feelings or, or history with superhero and superhero-based movies, comic book movies? Are you, are you fans of them? Do you like them or are you kind of done with them now? No, I don't like them. <laughs> I I don't know. I I grew up watching them, but I, like it was never. As a kid, they were never my favorite movie. And then when I got older, I've always been a movie person. I love movies. I go every week. But like superhero movies, like the older I got, the more jaded I got towards them. I'm like, they're just changing the color of the bad guy. <laughs> That's all they're doing every time. I'm I want to take over the world. I'm purple now. You're like, who cares? <laughs> who gives a hoot? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I was more like I was like, if it's animated, then it's my favorite thing. I was that was all about animation, and there weren't a whole lot of animated superhero movies. There were TV shows. I didn't get a lot of them because I didn't have cable, so I just kind of watched what I could when I could. So I didn't have like a huge connection to superheroes. The only one that stands out for me is Mask of the Phantasm, the Batman one. That was a mm. an animated one that really kind of any, anyway. Okay. Sorry. I used to watch. Uh, I think the only superhero show that even played regularly on my channel was like Batman, which is like. The Batman from the 90s. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I used to watch Sonic the Hedgehog sometimes. Yeah. Kind of a superhero. Kind of a super, not like, he has a power. Yeah. He can go fast. He's fast. Yeah, he he's fast. fast. I will yeah. say, I do. The one superhero movie I like is the original Batman. Sure. It's just a comedy. Mm-hmm. True. It's just hilarious mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. And they know it's silly. That's what I like about it. Did you guys see, um, oh, I forget what it was called now, but it was like a, uh, an animated movie they made a few years back with, uh, like, right before Adam West died. It was, like, one of the last things he made, and it was, like, an animated Batman movie with him and the original Robin guy, oh too, my God. whose name escapes Burt me. Ward. Yeah, and, yeah. like, pretty much everybody who was still alive from that show Holy was doing shit. a voice on it. Yeah, it was, like... I gotta watch that. It was, was pretty good. I think it was called, like, The Cape Crusader Rides Again or something like that. All right. Um, cool. I, I forget what it was check called. That out. I watched, it's on Netflix. Sure it was pretty see funny. See you guys. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Um, so, this movie... I First, I want to say, I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. Um, m- m- all the major plot points, totally, I forgot about. But right out of the gate, I want to say, thank you for choosing this movie. Because yeah. I loved it. I, re- I liked it. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I can't really explain why. I think Robert Townsend is just really kind of char- weirdly charming mm-hmm. in this movie, kind of yeah. charismatic. He's innocent. He's innocent, but he's got this kind of assert- like he starts off pretty meek, but he gets pretty assertive. And 
there's just something about it, man. I don't know. I like the effect. It's bonkers. It's fucking insane. If it was supposed to be a bad movie, it wasn't. Like, I only took one long break in between. It was half an hour in. I was like, okay, I need a rest from this. <laughs> it takes I, a while to warm into the. Action. It does. There's a lot of I'm a teacher. Half, <laughs> yeah. Half an hour in. I don't know what this says about the movie or myself, but the one break I took was listening to all of Amy Winehouse's album <laughs> Black to Black. Just to like re-level yourself. I haven't listened to it in years. Jesus Christ. I love the album. Real depressing album. So I don't know where the movie sat with me. <laughs> it was very strange. Oh, I, ha- I have to ask, what about this movie? Like, why did you kind of glom onto this one? Of the whole list I sent you, what was it about this movie? Um, I always saw this movie on TV when I was a kid, and the only part of it that I really remembered was the part where he makes the the garden grow. Mm -hmm. Like, he uses his meteor powers. (laughs) Somehow being radioactive makes him create amazing food, like this giant garden full of, like, a huge paper mache pumpkin. And I just, like, as a kid, I was like, that's the power I want. I want to be Mother Nature. I was all about that when I was a kid, so. Well, I mean, the movie does a pretty good job of making you want all the powers that he has because he has seemingly limitless powers. Mm -hmm. It's truly like any situation that he can be in where it's like, how's he going to get out of this or what's going to happen? I mean, you couldn't possibly predict that he can see through walls and through people's clothes, but it's like selective clothing. Mm -hmm. Like he can only see, he can see through their shirts, but not through their underwear and they're still wearing shoes. And they all wear lots of underwear (laughs) because they wanted like a PG rating, I guess. One guy's wearing like a full body underwear Mm -hmm. suit, which I've never seen before. I guess it was like a thing in the nineties. I love Bismarcky yelling at people in their underwear to make more cocaine. (laughs) That was was really funny. Oh my God. So he like, I just, I had they blew cocaine on them (laughs) and it cuts back. And they're all like giggling like they're on cocaine. I wasn't expecting them to cut back to it. When they did, I was like, oh, thank you so much. This movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I wrote down like a list of the powers he has because it starts off. uh, You know, what? we'll start. You're right. It does start with a lot of teachery stuff. He's like a jazz person who we never come back to that (laughs) storyline at all. Bass gets stolen. Yeah. The thing about that was I was like, that's when I realized like such a 90s trope is like people saying what's happening to them (laughs) even though we can see it like he goes to his broken into car you can see the radio's gone and you can see the bass is gone he goes my bass and radio are gone (laughs) to no one it's like like for the audience but yeah if anyone else was like saw him they'd be like that's a that's a crazy person talking to himself their own movie (laughs) for no reason exactly yeah so he he's like this down on his luck guy He's a teach a substitute teacher. Eddie Griffin is his buddy who is like a scientist when he needs to be when the situation <laughs> when he's not trying to bang chicks. <laughs> the whole time. It alternates between him being a genius scientist and just being so just, horny. Well, yeah, just trying to bang. Twice I saw him be a genius scientist. Once was at the beginning yeah. when they were establishing that he was a genius scientist and he made some kind of machine that was going to like make the crowd have yeah. a better time vibrate <laughs> it like yeah. reads the vibrations of the crowd to like determine how the show is going right. for him <laughs> and then at the end like near the end he he like makes some kind of discovery about oh this is how your powers yeah. work and that's it and that's it and the rest of the time he's just but because we know identity. yeah but because we know he's a scientist it's like well he said it so it must be true mm-hmm. it's coming from the mouth of a scientist a so scientist in a zoot suit <laughs> so oh my god and this movie is so 90s like their costumes um uh james earl jones oh my his, god his wigs. His kid play hair. Oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. Every fucking frame in this movie I loved. 
So he he's this down as luck teacher. His car gets broken into, his base gets stolen, and then he's like wandering home. And other than he runs into the Golden Lords. This is my this was one that I wanted to talk to just for a little bit. Is what happens as he goes down this alleyway and he sees this woman. And you it's weird to explain, but like it's two kids robbing, and by kids I mean toddlers. Children. They're six, like, and the one guy, one toddler was holding the woman down with ease. Yeah, yeah she's, my, he's got her by the hair, and she's like, my, I can't get up. My, six years old. My literal thought was, and this is bad, but I was like. How strong were women in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't even have his arms taut, like, all the way out. He like, had them, like, by... How we, strong were kids in the 90s? Like, yeah, he had no too. problem. Like, yeah. And these are, and that's, a, like, a theme in this movie. The Golden Lords of this gang, and they just recruit anyone. Here's what they look like. Jaden Smith now. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. They just or have like, golden hair <laughs> and leather jackets. Yeah. Every time I saw them, I'm like... I'm just an icon living. I just had the Jane Smith song in my head. And like Jane Smith and, or like Dennis Rodman, like they all have like the blonde, like yeah. blonde, <laughs> like black guys with blonde hair, which is a, such a weird combination. Mm. But I, I, I didn't re- figure that out until later. That's Cypress or no, that's not Cypress Hill. That's I think Naughty by Nature, the Golden Lords. Um, I believe the the Crips and the Bloods were, were one of them Cy- was Naughty by Nature. Yeah, and the that other was one the was, best uh, scene in the movie. Right. Yeah. And then oh, oh uh, they put their guns down. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, we'll get there. <laughs> Holy shit. Um so, on the Dennis Robin thing though, I just want to say when that first scene when they're chasing him down the alley, all the golden lords are chasing him down the alley, and there's like a bunch of them, all I could think was this is the Matrix yeah. if the agents were all Dennis Robin. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, what exactly. it And they're so <laughs> synchronized. Everything they do, it's like they, how many dry runs did they have to do before he showed up in that alley where they're like, ah, oh, damn it, Tommy, took your sunglasses off too early. Like they're all <laughs> so coordinated. They take their sunglasses off. They open their vests at the same time. Um, Don Cheadle with a weird Don earring. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Young Don Cheadle. And he's still, he's got it. He's He stands out in this movie for him. His performance, especially closer to the end, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's Don Cheadle now. I, I, I see it. Um, the, the golden lords, the baby lords and the young kids were another bad creation. That's like a hip hop group oh. of kids oh, from the nineties. Yeah. I, I know. know that one. Well, I, know. I saw them dancing a couple times. So I figured they had to be <laughs> at least some kind of like Mickey Mouse star search thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I really recognize Biz Markey though. Yeah. Just from the voice, you know, the, you go with any, <laughs> I also sang that a couple times in the movie. God, he's like he's rap games Randy Newman, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so he they chase him through this alley, and then he like hides in this thing because he dumpster for five dumpster. hours because he teaches. They, he's got that meeting with the parents before where he te- he's like, if you ever see a bully, just run away. Run that's what hide. he teaches kids: run and hide. And they're like, we teach our kids to fight bullies, and it's like that's a weird lesson to teach your kid. Anyway, I love so. when he was in the garbage can. And he like looks at his watch and it said 1030. And then they did like that yeah. weird time warp thing. And it's like 345. I was like, you're in there five hours. Yeah. I mean, they were looking for him. I'd hide until it was almost morning. Really? Yeah, because they said we're going to go look for him now. And I'd just be like, I don't know how long they're going to stay. I'd get in the house stand right outside the dumpster. Yeah, I guess so. He has a car. No, it has no gas. He was almost murdered. Okay. I ain't listen. <laughs> so, uh, so he gets out of this dumpster, and then a meteor, the the <laughs> eponymous meteor, flies out of the sky, and it like chases him through the alley. Like it's got, I, I, I now this is where it's like, do you think it's like a fate or deter- determination type thing where it was supposed to hit him, or it was just like shitty special effects where it could have just landed anywhere, but it like 
just chased him I, through the alley. I couldn't tell. It's hard to I, say. It's hard to say. Well, I mean, but it did. It hit him, and then it like absorbed into him, <laughs> yeah. which tells me it's not a regular meteor. So. Up for interpretation. Maybe it, somebody yeah. sent it. Why was there another one beside him? Don't know. I'm like, of it. What was this? Unclear. It broke off. And yeah. I, I assumed the whole thing hit him. But and then the cause. Oh uh. my god. Okay. So this is where you messaged me before. I forgot. I should have vetted this. I forgot that he was in this movie. Thankfully, he doesn't say much. No. So he, you don't he have does to. save the day in the he end. Does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Which is horrific. You know what's weird? I like at the end. I went. I like this movie. Not for, like, because Cosby was in there or whatever, but that was, like, a weird... I watched so many movies. It's rare for me to not see a callback coming. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was in this movie. Because <laughs> he's only in, he's like, only in one, one scene. Because he's only in one scene. And then it, you know what? It shows him throughout, like, it, it, doing little sporadic, things here. He only yeah. he's got TVs on and off. Yes. And I still weirdly forgot by the end. You know what? Let's talk about that scene really quick. The Cosby scene. Just Let's, let's just get it out of the way. Well, he picks up he, the chunk. <laughs> You see, you don't actually see that it's him. I don't think you no. see after Meteor Man gets hit, uh, this like homeless glove. You know, his finger gloves yeah. come picks up the other chunk and walks away. So you know somebody else has this. All the dogs chase yeah. him too. And so he's, you know. he's, there's dogs with this guy. Yeah. He's a dog guy. Which yeah. is which I you know what now that I think about it, that's the only reason I did that. Even really didn't play much of a part in the end. But another power. Can talk to dogs. Talk to dogs, and they sound <laughs> yeah. weirdly like Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Was Tom Arnold voicing that dog? I didn't. No, check. I, it was weird. It was like a robotic. It like, was a robotic Tom Arnold. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah. But uh, so cause the Cosby scene, he he also has the meteor and he also has powers. So he's like telekinetically making coffee. Making yeah. coffee. He's making coffee, which. But you know, rewatch value. <laughs> But it's not like he's making coffee. It's like the coffee's making itself and he's just kind of like telling it what to do. Well, he's using the force. Yeah, so but he he's kind of using his fingers to like, he's how, doing like a Fantasia thing. That's the craziest part is like, how fast did he figure all this <laughs> shit out? Like he got the thing and Jer, uh, Jerry, is that his name? The the main guy? Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Reed. Uh, well, he was... They did they not cut to the Cosby thing while Jeff was still in the hospital? I think like so. he didn't even know he had powers, yeah. and Cosby's like, "I got it all figured out." But he's but it's not even. <laughs> he didn't like, get hit though. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But he like he's instructing the coffee t- to make itself, and it like one thing lifts up, and he's like, "Well, nope, don't do that." And then it goes down. He like picks out another thing. So it's like he's telling the There's things have a mind of their own. A lady in her he, underwear. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, God damn it, oh, Cosby. Boy. Yeah. Well, Jeff tries to do that too. Yes. The yeah. First Jeff thing was, he does. Oh when my he God, I forgot about that. Let's yeah. drink like, oh, Vanessa in the yeah. room. <laughs> first thing he does when he realizes he can look through solids is like, "Let's call it sexy nurse Let's get the sexy nurse bag." So he gets hit by this meteor, and he gets like third degree burns all over his body they rush him to the hospital everyone comes to the hospital to see him he's got bandages all over his whole body and then they like study his there's like a science montage of them like studying his blood and they're like get the band-aids off him and then they cut him off and he's miraculously healed Mm -hmm. completely and then they never talk about it again they i don't think they believe him i think the the doctor's like Uh, what we have here is another case of a patient being diagnosed improperly. He was suffering from third-degree burns, but there isn't any scar tissue anywhere. Any real doctor might assume that this is a rare case of the Stromberg theory, where badly burned tissue has an adverse reaction causing the tissue to heal. But they brought him into the hospital with third-degree burns. Yeah. It's like, and there's so many instances in this movie where something will happen, something 
fucking insane will happen. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, boom, amnesia. No one remembers it. No one talks about it. Well, that's I think a lot of this movie was supposed to be kind of about life in the ghetto. And mm-hmm. I think I think it was very much maybe Townsend's baby in that regard. And there was a lot of, you know, people who have ties to like low income neighborhoods who were like part of this movie. So I feel like for me, I'm going to say that was like an artistic choice. Like nobody <laughs> pays attention to us. Nobody cares so nobody yeah. remembers even even people who live here don't remember what happened but that's so optimistic for this weird <laughs> and i love it <laughs> so the doctor's like oh someone misdiagnosed him and then jeff is lying in this bed and his hand touches a book and they're like Burp. and then he absorbs the information of the book My for 30 osmosis. seconds oh, it's it's crazy good of them to make it only 30 seconds though because that would he would have been overpowered if yeah. you could just absorb everything and yes. retain it. True. They felt like they had to give him some limits. But then like even like the talking the dog thing, it's like, well, Cosby has dogs, and we got to make him sick the dogs on the gang at the end, so that means that he can talk to dogs, which means I guess Jeff can talk to dogs too. That's like my way of thinking about how they came up to these powers, because they're not consistent at all. They don't make any sense, and there's way too many of them. Can we Cosby list some of these lost. powers? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I got laser eyes, yep. flight, see-through solids, abnor- uh, okay, bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Um backflip flight <laughs> when he flies away he's, I think it was right after you know I'm Meteor Man drop that VCR and then he just backflips yeah. away yeah, yeah, yeah. Just backflipping he just flies away backflipping um, like mother nature powers mother nature powers uh, super hearing rain making rain oh god he made the rain come he just zapped the cloud yep um, he uh, he's got super speed, power absorbing. I wrote. I can't remember. Yeah, what. he can yeah. suck out other people's yeah. powers. Um, also bone healing. Yeah, healing. Who else has? Um, power? He like sucked out. He like juiced out the powers from. Was it the Cosby? Or the, no, the other bad guy. The bad yeah, guy, he yeah. just grabbed. He just took him. Oh, and just okay. yeah, took his yeah. powers away somehow. Which I don't know why he didn't just do that before. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. But well, because he he didn't have his powers. Mm. But that's so. Ugh, I think God. it was he got extra power because didn't. The homeless guy like hand him the rock. Yes, and like, yes. Take. So then he like he had so many yeah, powers. He like he was one upped him. To, yeah, but man, like it's so like there's so many a, a good half hour to forty five minutes of this movie is just him discovering a new power. Mm-hmm. And I was like halfway through this movie and I was like, what the? F- there's only we I've only gone this far in the movie. I I couldn't believe it. Because it's like, and it's not even that long, maybe an hour and a half, yeah, 45. It's an hour and a half. It feels like th- three hours. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, yeah, with, <laughs> weirdly enough, with my break of Amy Winehouse's <laughs> album, yeah. I think it took me about four hours to finish this movie. <laughs> um, so they, uh, the Golden Lords are like, <laughs> I wrote this thing of like when they're in this meeting and they're all like still so coordinated. And even in the meetings, they're all like they have orange juice in front of them or some kind of golden liquid. in front right. of them. I didn't know what it was. We're drinking gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the gang is just so brazen. Like they're fighting in the streets. They tr- they see him and they shoot him up like crazy. Like in the middle of daylight, they yeah, blast him away. Robocop. <laughs> yeah. Not middle of the day. The like morning. <laughs> it was like nine a.m. Yeah, they were like late to work. Yeah, people are like on their way to work and they <laughs> just blast him away. And not like a regular drive-by. Like we're parking the car, sitting here for four minutes, laughing like weasels while we. Yeah. And no one was, no one said a damn thing. No, nope. it's because it's the ghetto. Yeah, and you I guess don't. So. And he, they addressed that at one point too. Like the news people are saying, like, oh, another violent crime that nobody saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But everyone saw it. Exactly. Everyone but saw nobody it says anything because they don't yeah. want to get. They don't want to get got. They don't want to get shot. 
well, shot from a laughing weasel man in a car with a golden haircut. <laughs> Another thing in this movie is that it's like a recurring thing that his community, they all know that he's Meteor Man. They're very active. Oh, I love how excited his parents get. Oh, like, when his mom shit. was like, I made you a costume, like I cried. His I was mom. Like, Wait, during that, when his mom was making a costume, she was laughing, <laughs> laughing maniacally so to crazy. the point where I'm like, she's the real villain. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to come back and be like, I was the Golden Knights leader all along. I, wrote I was like, he's going to have to kill his mom. I wrote I the same really thing. Really she, when she's so excited that he's a superhero. She's like, ah! yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, And I, I think that's obviously just like a, a decision that that actress made, but it is bananas. I really thought she was going to be the, I, at that moment, I'm like, you don't put that in there for nothing. I want you to come on Tuesday evening, and I'm going to fix your favorite dinner. Oh, and I'm going to work on it, media man. Shh. She's going to be like a weird side villain. But then she was like dancing and stuff. I think that was just... That was just the energy that she brought. I guess she was, so. Yeah. She was dope. She was so happy. I was, and as would I be, I think, if I, if I birthed the meteor man. <laughs> but she also announces, like, his, his parents, like, so brazenly tell everyone that he's meteor man. And yet the news as is like, who is he? The news is like, no one knows who he is. <laughs> exactly. He's wearing a mask. And then other black guys that go out, I'm meteor yeah. man. And it's everyone's like, like, I guess. Yeah, it's like, no, you're not. Like, every, like he's, they have community meetings. They have the whole thing. They're like, our, he's going to clean up our neighborhood. He's our son. He's meteor man. Like, and then, yeah, you like you said, like they go in the news and it's like, who is the meteor man? We will never know like this mystery <laughs> Again, person. Like, I think that was the point. I'm not just giving this movie too much credit. I think that was the point because like, how be. much do we know about what, what happens in poor neighborhoods? We don't know. So. Nobody reports anything. They're just like, who, what's going on? We don't, they don't look, you know, they just report when something big finally happens, but they're not paying attention. The media doesn't pay attention to the ghetto. Yeah. They yeah. don't. Not, also, until, also, not until someone commits a crime, <laughs> like a big one. Yeah. But also someone takes a picture of him. And then he's like greened out. He's oh, a yeah. meteor. He's, he's, like, he's a meteor so man. He's, unphotog- <laughs> he's so radioactive. <laughs> That's that not. Is that can. a power? He's not photogenic. Yeah. Which that's, that's what should have tipped them off when the the other guy was playing, pretending to be him and he was on camera. Well, clearly that's not him because he would have just looked like a big right. morph suit. No shit. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but maybe they hadn't seen. They didn't know. I think they just said like. A like a cycle of writers. No, never. What, what I was saying is Robert Townsend. Robert he wrote Townsend. this movie by himself. Yeah, it's no excuse. Maybe he had to edit some stuff out because it was too long. That often happens when someone has like a pet project that's really important to them. Yeah, it's way too long, and the producers are like, "No, you gotta cut this." Well, I know that they had to cut it down to. I think they had to get it to a PG rating from PG thirteen. Mm. So can we get the extended cut? <sighs> it's gotta be know. out there. It's gotta be. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like how the movie opened with a Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. The, movie, the music in this is really good. Great. I, I liked all know. the music. It, how does MC Hammer feel about the fact that his music was being played in the crack house? Like, holy we're shit. making the cocaine yeah. and we're playing Hammer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> Fuck I yeah. Like, I wouldn't want that on my You would publicity. think they'd be like Wu-Tang or Cypress Hill would be like, play us. Like, <laughs> Cypress Hill was in the movie. Huh? Yeah. Well, we're getting yeah, that scene right now. Cypress Hill was in it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, was Wu-Tang? No. No. So we get this montage of him like doing all the things, like blowing the cocaine. He like that bursts through the doors and just goes like, "Stop it, drug people!" and just blows the cocaine at blows them. Blows cocaine. I loved it. It was awesome. I yeah. loved. Uh, I'm Meteor Man. Put that VCR down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That and should then, be your slogan for this show. Yeah. I'm Meteor Man. Drop the loot. I was like, what's he saying it like that? And then he like, he, they're like stealing a TV and he's like, that seems to be where he like uses electric whatever to make the TV volume go up. It's like, that seems to be working fine. Well, see ya. And then it flies away. Like he didn't even stop the crime. Like I guess well, no, him the, turning the volume up. I was weirdly like, what the fuck? He just turned the TV yeah. on. and then, But then everyone came yeah. out and was like, call the police. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy, that <laughs> went past my head. Yeah. That was cool. It's such a roundabout way to get the thief, like he could have just flown into yeah, them. Yeah, he could have just picked it up with his <laughs> yeah, finger. Exactly. Flung it back into yeah. the house. <laughs> and then the last of this montage is, yeah, him stopping this crazy gang shootout between the Crips <laughs> that was the best the scene and ever. the cops. That was the best scene. Wait, let him talk. I was like, what did that happen? Well, they're having this crazy shootout and then he blasts through the ceiling and then everyone's like, well, this is a new person. Let's all shoot him. And then the yeah. bullets just bounce off him. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do we do now? Put your weapons down. I want to talk to both sides. Stop shooting! Stop shooting! Stop! Stop firing! Come on, Gus, let's get out of here. Come on, G, let's break this. Captain, this is suicide. We gotta try something different here. Yo, man, this is crazy. Come on, man, let's roll. Let's hear what he's got to say. Easy, easy. Just want to talk. You know, put them down. I don't know. I said, put them down. That's another scene that I loved because it wasn't just that Meteor Man automatically took the cop side. And again, this is going back to this like ghetto <laughs> opera thing. Like it was like they were. St- I think even on the news it said like uh, Meteor Man ended a long-standing rivalry between the street gangs and the cops. Right. And it, it didn't paint the cops as these, like, you know, upstanding citizens right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It was just like, no, there's definitely a problem with police brutality, <laughs> yeah. you know, here in America in yeah, 1993. Yeah, I yeah, like that. Cool. Man, and then when they all just put down their guns and they walk up to him and he just, like, he mends a fence between these two, mm-hmm. like, murderously aggressive gangs in the span of 10 seconds. Well, I think that's because both sides don't know how to solve problems by doing anything but shooting, right? Yeah, and so as right. soon as they realize they can't shoot yeah. this guy, they're just, like, world changed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've been doing this all wrong for this whole time. So they get this, like... There's this weird like panel that we don't see very much in the movie. It's like the the people who are, I guess, pulling the strings. And it's like the most racially diverse group of villains I've ever seen. There's like a, a, a sheik. There's like a black guy, a white guy. The, the guy controlling it all is like an old white guy mm. with a mustache and glasses. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, but that was just weird because it just like they cut to that and then they forget about it completely. Yeah. And there's like, yeah. I guess it's to set up that what's his name? Oh shit! Uh, that actor. Um, hang on. There's Marky. No, not him. Um, oh, Roy Fagan. Okay. Roy Fagan was the, like the, the the big bad at the, the end. Yeah, I guess oh, that was just okay. that was just to set up that. And Roy Fagan, man, if Keegan Michael Key's career isn't influenced by this guy completely, <laughs> like, does he not look? He looks and acts exactly like, or Keegan Michael Key looks and acts exactly like him. I thought, except for the hair. Keen Peel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Keen so Peel. Key. Key. I only know him as okay, key. Yeah. That's all I know him as. He, like the one who didn't do Get Out, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, especially in the end when they have this, it gets very, very physical and very like the they have this insane moment where they touch a book and then they get really over the top. Oh yeah. But we'll get there. Oh yeah, the fashion. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But uh, 
But that he's was kind like of a nice light moment. It was I started so... having like a weird cat fight. Oh my god. <laughs> so um cool. so yeah, and then we get to this like I guess he's walking through the neighborhood and he's like trying to figure out what to do. I think I can't what is what's the impetus for him planting this like mowing the empty lot and like planting the seeds. I think he just he, needed a break. Yeah, I feel like it was like the I'm so stressed out. Let's just move some cars. Yeah, and I'm forgetting some. where was this before or after somebody was posing as him. This after is, saw the guy posing as wasn't him. it? This is before Eddie Griffin does it, but, but after but someone after else. The other yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was because. Uh, he was starting to understand the heavy responsibility that he had. Yeah. And he was he also starting to real. And also people still weren't speaking up. Like they were just like, Meteor Man's going to solve all our problems. But his whole thing was like, we need to solve our problems. Right. And so I think he was like, well, how can I empower these people to solve their problems? Oh, I'll make a community garden. But he did still solve all their problems. Well, wouldn't you? <laughs> did you guys rewind throughout this movie at all? Like of like a... Like the one, I'm only bringing this up because I want to go back to it. Sure. Yeah. The, when the kids were holding the woman down, mm-hmm. I weirdly had that moment. You know when they do experiments of like when you see a situation, right. uh, you can't remember it quite correctly. Mm-hmm. Like they had an experiment where a guy held a woman at banana point, like gave him a banana, and then after interviewed everyone, they're like, he had a gun. <laughs> I had that with that because I was like, why these grown men stealing from a woman turn into kids? And then I rebounded. I'm like, oh there were kids the whole oh time. Oh, my God. What <laughs> the hell? Weird you know moment. What? I think the only thing from that moment that could maybe make it make sense that she was freaking out was that we didn't see it yet, but then after a, a moment, like, the whole gang stepped right. out of the shadows. Maybe she was aware that they were there. And so she was, maybe. like, freaking out that these kids had her because she knew that, like, this huge yeah. line of adults. All right, I know right is, was just like, baby lords, yeah. Yeah. go get it. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is my first watch, I was like, grown men turned into children oh, in, like, Jesus 10 seconds. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know one how of the it kids, is. One of the kids was named Dre. Yeah. Which, that stuck with me. Great. Yeah. Just because. I can't yeah. remember the other. Well, this was, Troy? It wasn't uh, Troy. I don't know. But well, this was 93. Was yeah. Dre? I think so, yeah. Dre? He was around okay. in the okay. 80s. Oh, okay. Pretty Doctor? Sure. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely an NWA. Yeah. Or, or actually, yeah, it was a year after this he released The Chronic. Hmm. So, yeah, he was still. Oh, shit. Was it really? 1994, wow. I believe. One of the greatest yeah, rap albums of all time. Why wasn't he in this movie? That would have been great. That would have really... Well, I mean, I don't think Dre needed <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I feel like at the time, he was probably still trying to do that thing. He's still yeah. probably yeah. writing the chronic. Like, yeah. He didn't want to be in the Goody Two Shoes movie because he wanted to, you know, have that, no, I'm a real thug. Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to Cypress Hill, who'll just do anything, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, like, he, he, he plows this empty, vacant lot he like uses his hands to like make it a like farm thing. He plants seeds. He infuses the seeds. <laughs> he just has with, a big bag that just says seed. <laughs> just one big bag that says seed, and then it grows into a million. Tons of different plants. <laughs> he infuses them with like meteor powers, blows the sky <laughs> to make rain happen, mm-hmm. and then it grows into these like gigantic freak-sized. Plants and yeah. fruits and vegetables to like feed the. I love how I it helped the town. They're like, we we'll, we don't need food for a yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. They were like happy. About well, that's it. Yeah, you they know, it's still fruits fruit. and vegetables. They're, but they're gonna go they're gonna rotten. go back yeah. just as quickly as other. Yeah. Well, maybe they're you know meter foods. So they're like always right. They are giant. They, you know, yeah. they never they don't die in the winter. Yeah, there. that's probably it. Um, so Eddie Griffin, what's that? It was great. Yeah, it's great. Eddie Griffin then gets the oh oh so the the Golden Lords raid uh, his 
school. Jefferson is like going back to work every now and then. And I guess Don Cheadle might have seen him in the news or something. He's like, yeah, that's him. Yeah. So they go to his school and the Golden Lords all show up and they're super intimidating. They like spray paint all over his class and they're like, uh, I can't even remember how he can. Oh, right. Because Eddie Griffin comes in. And he's like, whoa, hey, Meteor Man is just uh, solving some crime down by the quarry or whatever. Yeah, just happened now on the radio. By, yeah. <laughs> by the quarry? I don't know what they actually said. I, <laughs> it was <laughs> a crack house. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Right, right. right. <laughs> just down by the, cor- the classic quarry in Washington, uh, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> it was a crack house. Right, that makes way more, that tracks a lot well, more with this movie. It is where you find rock. <laughs> yeah. It is where you find rock. That's funny. So, <laughs> so Eddie Griffin's like, hey, you just shut down this other crack house. And the Golden Lord's like, okay. I guess this isn't our guy and then they leave and Eddie Griffin like he sees how aggressive they are to Meteor Man they, they want to kill Meteor Man mm. next scene <laughs> a he, Meteor Man he, just he steals, steals his suit <laughs> he like I puts a target get... right on his back like why what the <laughs> and, fuck would he do that and all to bang the reporter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I oh want to bang Janice oh my god like what a dumb motivation <laughs> to like put, put yourself in a life and like when they get there He's not going to be able to defend himself. Even and let's not forget that this man is a scientist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He should know better. Yeah. Yeah. So Je- Jeff goes, he's like, oh shit, the suit's gone. And then uh, does the dog tell him that it was, it was, uh, I can't even remember if it was. I the- think he just says like, wake up. Yeah. Your suit's been like, stolen. It's like, wake up. <laughs> wake up, Jeff. Wake up. It ain't so he goes to the mall and then he like uses his finger to like lift up Eddie Griffin and get him out of the mall and then he like strips him down in front of everyone. In front of everyone. Again. Yeah. In front and then he just back. flies away. Yeah. Yeah. Holding the uniform. He's like wearing the uniform. Like, and I, I can't believe there's any debate at this point of who Meteor Man is. Like, how is that even? But wait, they're in a nicer place. They, they can't tell. It's so weird. In the middle of the day. It's, it's so, it's so ridiculous. So the Golden Lords then, I guess they, they, I don't know. I don't remember how they figure out that he's losing his powers. I don't know that they know that, but they raid his apartment Oh yeah, okay. So he he's starting to lose his powers. I can't remember how even that. Comes I think it about. was that he needs he to regenerate. Tired. Like yeah. he needs to sleep. Yeah, he's like yeah. he says to to Eddie Griffin, he's like, oh, I'm just really tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a problematic impression. Sorry about that. Um, and then he like goes home and sleeps for like a day, and then the Golden Lords show up. They're trying to like be super intimidating. And Eddie, or hit the dog, the dog pulls him away and like hides laundry on top of oh, him. right. Yeah. That was and the craziest part at the end, by the way. Sorry, I'm what, jumping. Yeah. Where they tr- killed the dog. Holy <laughs> fuck. Like, what, okay. What's happening? Holy shit. So, so Eddie Griffin, he's like, I got a theory. You lose your powers and then you, that's why you're so tired. You need to sleep. And then I, I thought that he said your powers regenerate. That's what I, yeah, that's what I took from That's what too. I thought yeah. too. Yeah. But I, then they never came back. No. He his powers are gone, and he, they have this big town hall meeting, and they're like, you know, Meteor Man should leave for a while. 
Why did they want him to leave? No, they wanted him to Because they like, said the gang was oh, getting right. too right. aggressive. Right. Gang, I don't they're think it like, was that his powers were over. gone yet. They're yeah. just like, the, the gang was so aggressively looking for him that they were like, it's not They're like, it. he's ruining the, they're yeah. going even harder to ruin our community. Right. Because he's here. Right. We need him to leave for a while. Yeah. Maybe. And then they're like, then we'll barter with, I don't know how you barter with a gang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, we'll, <laughs> we'll like we have to make, make a deal, a deal <laughs> that will <laughs> give them people to kill or Something. Give him this like, giant tomato. Sacrifice <laughs> people. You pay them protection. Yeah, yeah. Right? So. But it's really just protection against them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how. That's, a, that's how organized, that's how crime, organized works. crime works. Exactly. So you know what rap group wasn't in this movie? Organized rhyme. <laughs> it's true. Whoa. I was just looking that up the other day. Great. Tom I also Green, wanted like a tribe called Quest, like Q-Tip, to be in it totally. or something. That would have been rad. <laughs> that would have been so dope. So basically. This like leads us into the third act, and I realized watching this movie, there really is no acts. No, it's just none. like a straight shot from beginning to end. There's no act breaks. There's no real revelations, really, other than like him figuring out his I powers. No, it's like do stuff for community. Yeah, like yeah. be active, because that was what the whole community. Like every time I saw the community hall thing, I weirdly thought, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> like what to do to, to do to get involved. I think. That's what the movies try. Like, yeah. help your community out. Right. I think that's the whole. <laughs> but I, I remember so. seeing it, and I'm like, there are so many people <laughs> at the community <laughs> town hall. I'm like, I, not only do I not know how many, be- I don't know where to go. Right. I don't know where to start. <laughs> he does Is have this even oh, held. What? Yeah, where like, it's held. Like, yeah. Nothing. He he has this recurring kind of message, and especially at the end, he gives that impassioned speech where he's like. We let this gang violence take over. It was like we all kind of turn a blind eye to it, and that's how it gets so bad. That's like, and that's kind of a message that I was like on board for. That. I think that's one of the reasons I like this movie so much because it actually had a pretty good message. It was that was that. That's the resolution. Yeah, prophetic too because yeah. I think you know at the time it was made, we didn't like have the internet and. It was, and now it's coming back. Well, I mean, I think that there was always like that much poverty and that much like craziness happening, even even in America and like even Canada too, like North America. But like we just didn't know about it because it wasn't covered. Mm-hmm. And now we finally have social media, and we're like, oh, it's always been really <laughs> yeah. extra bad. Like we always knew that poor people existed, but we we always thought it was like these little isolated cases. We didn't realize how like what a widespread yeah, yeah. this movie was way no ahead was of its telling. time. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, probably not ahead of its time. Probably let's just, re-release like, this movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert Townsend, will you remake oh, it? God. <laughs> I think Meteor Man would make a great reboot. That would be actually pretty cool. You so, get like Idris Elba. I was going uh, Idris, <laughs> Idris Elba would. Yeah, he could do. That would it. be cool. Who, who He's you, not supposed. He doesn't look like a like not lanky too teacher yeah. or nothing. Yeah, I get cool. like Donald Glover. Oh, mm-hmm. that would be rad. Yeah, he'd be on board. Yeah, I think. Totally. Yeah. He's all about change. Or at least He'd to like stick that. some of the music in there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. that'd be cool. That'd be, and that would like be the perfect way because this movie does have like a lot of like good like 90s hip hop. Get some of his, get some Gambino in there. and get him, Oh, I, I don't it. like superhero movies. If this ever has a remake, I'm going to see it. I have to. I have to. So we get into the third act and this is like a, the, the main like street fight, which is how they solve all problems in this movie. A big fight. And the the leader of the Golden Lords, he like goes outside his window and it's like Meteor Man. <laughs> yeah. And they're shaped in an M too. Did you guys notice that? Oh, I, didn't notice. Did they, oh, I did not notice. They're that. shaped in an M. I'm like, is this them? What is this? They're calling him out. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that part was in the trailer, I'm pretty sure, too, which is the guy shouting, Meteor Man, because yeah, yeah. it was like the best, <laughs> yeah. the, the best anybody said his name in that whole movie was the bad guy. Yeah. And then they, like, grade five tricked him into fighting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm on your side now. <laughs> like, that's the shit you right. see in a schoolyard yeah. of, like, no, we're buddies. Ah! Just <laughs> 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 someone in the face. And he's like, yeah, he's lost his power, so they can, like, kick the shit out of him. And there's, like, they're knocking the shit out of him in the street, and then they cut to James Earl Jones just tearfully removing his wig. <laughs> yeah, he's just crying with his lights off. James Earl Jones is like, I have to grow up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's, and it kind of took me out. It's like, is he sad about the fight happening inside? He's just like, I just got to give this life up. Just yeah. got to get this wig No, off. I took it to as real. my friend's going to die and I'm not going to do anything and this, about what it. What is it? What am I doing? I'm wearing this yeah. stupid wig. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then he basically... Meteor Man, by getting the shit kicked out of him, like motivates all the town or the community or whoever to like stand up and go up against these gangs. Like gun wielding Uzi. There's a character named Uzi. (laughs) (laughs) They all have like crazy guns and then they run out with like brooms and rolling pins. Yeah, throwing tomatoes (laughs) at them. James Earl Jones is whipping records at them. That was awesome. I think that was the established because he said, I wouldn't give these records up for anything. Yeah, Yeah. it would be like cutting my own hands off or whatever. So then he gave it up for Meteor Man. Here's the thing. He could have thrown anything less valuable and more blunt in his house. (laughs) You know, those records didn't do much. Didn't have to throw your Ella. Yeah, was it? Billy Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday, that's what I was. Um, And then they have this like weird sword fight with like the pipes. They're yeah. like, he's like fighting them off with a... With Which, a, they had their powers again at that point. Well, well, they think, both um, did and then started... I'm like, why aren't you guys like oh, I guess they Harry did, they? Pottering? <laughs> well, yeah, I like you guys aren't like, doing anything. Chuck him the meteor and he was like, here, get some power. But right. they both put their hand on the meteor. Yes. Well, and that's when the fight started. But then they're just like, okay, we have our powers back. Let's fight with a pipe. Right. <laughs> they're not even like Harry Pottering <laughs> throwing shit at each other. Yeah, because Cause, Cause, he sees the fight and he's like talks to the dogs all the dogs go out he runs out to like break up the fight and then he has the meteor and then in it, a like, coffee in can. a coffee i feel like it got smaller as the movie went on did he have it in a coffee can in the beginning he, uh he just picked it i, I don't know if it, it got smaller. i thought it was in a basket it looked it was in big. his house yeah because mm. he was rubbing it while yeah. he was beeping on people and yeah. making coffee. God. you know <laughs> <laughs> so he like yeah he goes to like he trips and then the meteor slides and then yeah uh uh jeff and um Whatever the bad guys. I don't even know what the bad yeah, guy's name uh, is. Roy yeah. Fagan. Well, right. Fagan's Let's the actual yeah. his name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they both reach for the meteor and they both get powers at the same time. And yeah, they have this weird, super powered fight. He touches, Jeff touches a <laughs> Bruce Lee book, mm-hmm. which is great. It what were like, the kids? The kids helped them somehow. One of the, the baby, the ki- two of the baby. Oh, they threw did. a gun or yes. something, and yeah, then the Jane Smiths all attacked. It that was guy. the Dre kid. The, he yeah, wasn't he, a golden lord yet. Like he wasn't a baby lord yet because he was still dressed and all. But they were trying to re- recruit right, him, recruit and then him. he made his choice to to, to help yeah. Meteor Man. Yeah, um, nice. and then they he had to like he does the kung fu. He, they say that you're. Touching book powers can only last for 30 seconds. He does like the Kung Fu thing for easily like a minute and a half. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He does a lot of like the preamble of like the, 
type stuff. And then uh, and then he, they, it starts to kind of like go away. I love when it goes away. It's like thirty seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. I can Eddie see Griffin. The timeline. <laughs> That's another thing. Eddie Griffin is just like it's for the audience. He's like, damn, thirty seconds. Eddie Griffin's like, well, that was longer yeah. than thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they touch another bug. He's like, two can play this game, and it's runway modeling right. or whatever. And then they just go on this weird. It's not even a dance off. It's a model off. It's a model it's like off. Like a so Vogue off. Yeah, they're a Vogue strutting. Off. They're yeah. strutting. Yeah. And then they start clawing. And I think at one point he says, don't touch my wig or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they yeah. start like slap fighting. Yeah. yeah, they start slap fighting. Yeah. And Eddie Griffin looks at his watch and he's like, 30 seconds. Thank, Thank God. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a good joke. I, you know what? This movie had some pretty good jokes. It's, it's not bad. It, the, the, the really serious like anti-gang message gets lost in all of the like. Yeah. Also, semi-funny jokes. I think the anti-gang message gets lost when Meteor Man shuts down the gun violence and then he's saved by guns. <laughs> yeah, Because exactly. in the end, the gang shows yes. up. Yeah, the, the gang absolutely. Show up with That's all these like, guns. I, I wrote that exact same note. I was like, the solution to gang violence is gang violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just different <laughs> gang violence. <laughs> yeah. Like as long as the gang that's on your yeah, side exactly. is violent, yeah. then it's okay. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, and and then the the uh, Roy Fagan, he like um. Jeff's dog like comes out to protect him, and Roy Fagan, instead of killing the guy he's been after all this whole time, I'm gonna kill your dog in a petty mood move of. That shocked me. Like, I, yeah, I, I was like, Jesus. I <laughs> even for like '93, I, I I and spoiler alert, dog's not really dead. They save him, but in that moment, I was like, oh my god, that movie. Just went it, there. It took a turn. Yeah. That's an old trick, but usually they do it in the beginning, like kicking yeah. the dog. Mm-hmm. You kick the dog, you're mean to the dog, you know yeah. that's the bad guy. Yeah. They save this till the end. Like, we know you're the bad guy. You don't have to kill the dog now. That's animal why I thought violence. it stuck. It was yeah. because it was at the end. I was like, oh shit. That dog's yeah. dead. Animal violence in any movie is taken way more seriously than human violence. Oh, yeah. Well, because, like, I don't know. I guess because. Deep down, we all don't care about each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But we care about our dogs. Well, yeah, I, I, I've never understood it. <laughs> Whenever a dog's died, it's like a big thing. I've always been like, you watch movies about like people getting their heads shot off, and you're like, oh, that's fine. You couldn't care less. <laughs> but don't you dare touch that chihuahua. Like, <laughs> this is the third movie in this show, I think, where. There's a been dog, dog violence. <laughs> yeah. It was in Hulk, in Blade Trinity, and those were like back to back, and then this one. Yeah. This one wasn't like a vampire dog or immune dog. It was, just, well, I guess, a talking dog. It was a good dog. <laughs> yeah, a good dog. I mean, that was bum, but, I, yeah. you know. Jeff, I, I can't even remember how he defeats Roy Fagan. Does he, def- like, what does he do again? He, does he just kick the shit out of him? I yeah. Think he just well, hits him. Yeah, and that's weird because it's like, Roy Fagan, like, kicks the shit out of him, and he's gone. Like, he's blown away. Right. And then, like, suddenly the town comes back, like, we're gonna, we're on your side. And suddenly Meteor Man's back with his ass not kicked. And he's like, no, <laughs> well, no, no, no. they no, touched the two. meteor, no, I and then was... healed up. And that's when they were like, No, but then he kicked out. his ass again. And then I'm pretty sure he didn't touch the meteor in between that. Oh. Am I wrong? Like, he just came I'm, back. Maybe oh. he was rejuvenated. He came back in his costume, too. Yeah. I don't think he well, because, was in it before. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, when he, he beats him over the... Yeah, yeah. he knocks over him over the, the, And then he's like, shoot me! <laughs> Don right. Cheadle is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? And then they Robocop that, that guy. Crazy. And he's, he, like, maniacally laughs. I'm just watching it now, and it's, yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. And this is where I was like... Listeners, I'm gonna put this scene up. Watch it and just think this could be Keegan. Like it, Don Donald Glover versus Keegan Michael Key. Mm, I would, that would fucking be high. watch that movie. That would be yeah. so so good. 
And then, yeah, he flies back. We gotta tweet this at him <laughs> at Donald Glover and yeah, uh, Key. Uh, oh yeah, he, yeah, he just like flies around him really fast, punches him really fast, and then like ties him up. Yeah, and that's and, it. Oh, how come he can't break? He's still got superpowers because he absorbs his powers. Oh right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he ties him up and then absorbs his powers. And then all the golden lords like are super tough for a sec, and then they just immediately run away. Yeah. Well, they are yeah. just children. Yeah, that's true. They're probably gonna come back with a new (laughs) golden lord, like a new leader. Yeah, I want. I wish there was like a side plot of like seeing like the baby lords and the junior lords like going back to their parents, being like, "You don't understand me, (laughs) mom." I'm a gang member now. <laughs> yeah. Take that wig off. Yeah. Um, I so, painted my hair. Painted. Painted. <laughs> I changed my hair color for a reason. So then, yeah, and then that 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 thing of him bringing the Crips in is because the old white guy who's like in control of it all, he shows up. He's like, well, well, meteor man. Nice to finally meet you. And then he's like, I think uh, we're just going to whatever, take this, beat you up. we're going to beat you up or something like that. And then uh, he's like, looks like all of you are going to be taking a vacation along with Meteor Man. Have a nice trip. Maybe you should think about taking a little vacation. What? What? Yeah. I loved it. I that watched that. It's crazy. I, oh, it's so good. You know and then else? the gang members come on the rooftops. Yeah. And the only way I thought about it after, I'm like, the only way that would have been cooler is if there were cops in that too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, the gang oh members are a bunch of cops. Because they were together at that point. I'm like, that yeah. would have been so funny. <laughs> the gang members and cops. Just side by side. Like, side by like, side. Like back to back. Like yeah. looking at each other. Yeah. That yeah. would have been awesome. Or just yeah. like fist bumping and then. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. That would have been so wholesome. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, one of the members of I think, Cypress Hill, what's it? I can't remember the names of the guy with the big afro. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. hey, man, don't worry about it. We got your back whenever you need us. Also, where were you guys before? You've been <laughs> yeah, waiting yeah, up yeah. on these exactly. rooftops. Yeah. They had to scale worry, all the buildings get and get up there. Yeah, don't worry. He'll be good. We'll save him at the end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then I, I think that's basically like the, it, 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 this is one of those, uh, like a trope in like a 90s movie where it's just like happy bow on it and then credits immediately. Like n- yeah. nothing else. We don't need yeah. any. I kind of like that. His face, yeah, face. I like that. One last thing about that final fight though. Um, circus trailers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They like pull a bunch of trailers in to they, like block off the street. Did they establish earlier that they this gang had some connection to circus trailers or was that just what they could get for the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. And it also, yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> as soon as they wrap the movie, like we got to go. We got to get the circus going really quick. <laughs> um, yeah. But it also like there's a whole bunch of scenes that were cut, I think. So that mm. might have had something to do with that. So the movie went through like a ton of rewrites and changes um, resulting in many plot holes and which is why like his abilities kind of changed throughout the movie because they did rewrites while the movie was happening. Um, What's the best movie you've watched on this so far? This Just is, as a this side is like, is it this really is it? like I, I truly I like a lot of them are hard to watch and I, I have to take breaks uh, usually like half yeah. hour breaks or, or I'll just I, it might even take like two days. This one I watched in a straight shot and I loved every second of it. Really? It's loved a good it. Movie. We did it. Kathy did it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Kathy it picked a good one. So the movie was made uh, on a budget of 30 million. Do you guys want to guess how Holy much it made? Holy shit. But, yeah. 30 million. That's I mean, even Holy in 93. Fuck. In '93, and, and it's all up there, like That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But that's um, when movies had real money, though, right? 
or now? As opposed to now. Well, I know they. I know they have crazy budgets now, but for '93. Is that like a big budget? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, and yeah. in those days, you would have had to spend a lot more money on distribution too. Yes. I mean, you still is that like Townsend's money? Did he have ten, like I'm making this movie money um, at probably. that moment? I'm pretty sure on the credits it said that it was made by Tinsel Townsend Studios. Oh, God. Wow, which is like a pretty. He doesn't. I don't think that exists anymore. No. I looked it up. <laughs> well, MG, actually, MGM. MGM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were at the. So beginning. so budget of thirty million. Uh, do you want, do you want to guess how much it made? Like guess four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like four million, five million. I don't know. Like. 80, uh, eight, 80 million and eight, one. $80,000. I don't know. I have no idea. Thirty million Made for 30 million, made 8 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Townsie took, a, I took know. a spill on this one. Like real bad. Took like that, real I think bad That's spill. one of the biggest uh, discrepancies between budget and like how much it made in any movie I've done in this uh, show, I think. I know I why like these... if it was re-released now, like on Netflix or something, it would become one of those Netflix cult favorites. The cult ones. Yeah, yeah. I, this one didn't take off for something. It couldn't even find like a cult status. And I don't understand why, because it's great. Mm-hmm. I, I strongly recommend any listener check it out. We're starting the cult. Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Starting a Meteor Man yeah. cult. It's going to uh, be called Golden Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it had a 33% Rotten Tomato score. Really? Yeah. Uh, you would think 33% it'd at least score. get a 50. Yeah. 36% audience score. So that's just really? no, no one liked it. Nobody was no into it. No one liked it. Nobody liked Townsie. I uh, took a real spill on this. <laughs> you know, it's not 100% true. I do go through some of the Rotten Tomatoes uh, audience scores and I try to kind of cherry pick some of the better ones. And again, it always amazes me. Some of the reviews, one, this one is from 2017. Which is insane. Like, I can't believe people as recent as 2017. Go back, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Nelson C. says, one of the greatest movies of all time, five stars. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Nelson. Yep. Alex K., I like comedy films. My favorite comedy film is 1933's Duck Soup with the Marx Brothers, two stars. (laughs) What? (laughs) Unrelated. Comedy is nothing like Duck Soup. Uh, uh, Sean R., the Golden Lords are tough bitches, 2.5 stars. Wow. Nail on the head. To the point. Yep. I got a 50. That's yep. a high school pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Do you guys, would you guys recommend this movie? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, you'll take a break and listen to Amy Winehouse for a bit, but you'll get through it. You'll get through it. I think you'll be inspired to start some community gardens. Mm, yeah. 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 Figure out where your town halls are. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know. Also, <laughs> can I just say what I think the least believable thing about this whole movie was? Please. That any character played by Wallace Shawn would own a Mustang. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, oh, I totally. And he's like, these kids are They're slashing my tires. <laughs> They're slashing my Mustang tires. I have a Mustang. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was in Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so do you guys have anything to plug? Um, I mean, I'll be in just for last. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have anything. Going. I don't plan that far ahead. I might be doing, I think I'm going to headline uh, We Johnny's All-Stars. Fuck on yeah. March oh, yeah. Chris is Wait, no, wait. That is that in February? Or is February. That in, yeah, sorry. That's the February one. Never mind. That'll be. So we'll both be in just for laughs. Retroactively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, you know. I'll be wait, starring wait, 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 in a movie wait, wait, wait. with hey, Kevin Hart. Um, I have an audition from now. You don't want any of that right now, trust me. I'm going to say just in the in the vein of positivity because I have an audition like in 2 weeks, mm. but I don't know if I'm going to get the part yet, but oh. when this comes out, 
Check me out in Shakespeare in the Ruins in Hamlet. I'm going to be playing Laertes. Congratulations. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's a, Congrats. That's, that's, a good, that's a good role. Yeah. 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 Assuming I get it. I'm going to be with <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah. I just edit this if I didn't yeah, exactly. get it. Exactly. I'll cut it out, yeah. Yeah, I'll so. be in Baywatch 2 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, Alec Vanderstein, Kathy Herbert, thank you so much for coming in to talk about this movie. And thank you for recommending it. Honestly, it was nice to just go back and watch it again. And I... I Loved it. Yeah, this was dope. Anytime. (laughs) Remember, kids, gang violence cures gang violence. (laughs) That's the end of that. That's it. (laughs) 